0: Oh, what's going on? It's your boy, big wavy boy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This
1: is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death
2: Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one noise really this is Shady Breck, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening, to, you are listening to, you are listening to Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But bro, Glorious. you hey, yeah.
0: Hello, and welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the royally rumbled Nick Baby. Good evening. Cut out then, Good evening. <laughs> and your girlfriend's favourite wrestler, Lance Vera. Hello. You both well. I'm in a great mood. Yeah, this is the first time in Dude. two months all three of us have been on at the same time.
1: Hooray!
0: <laughs> too fine. long, too you long. So
2: miserable. What's going on? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm in a delightful mood. Royal Rumble around the corner. Um, got my first trip of 2023 ahead of me. Um, uh, Brighton are playing well. I, I, everything. I'm I'm buzzing. Yeah, I'll be watching stay three hyped. rumbles on
0: Sunday. I'm so
1: excited. I stay hyped.
0: <laughs> See, I'll be, uh, yeah So this Sunday I'll be put I, I don't know if I'll be staying up To watch it Because I've got Wrestle Island On Sunday So I might Avoid all social media sat Sunday morning And just Watch it Sunday morning
1: No Staying up to Wrestle Island And not know the results
0: No Because I to want to watch it As soon as they wake up
1: Yeah but you're going to have to Like fill it in four hours What time are you going to get up Like six
0: Yeah maybe you
1: mad
0: You so usually stay. stay up I usually stay up for Rumble If it's on a Sunday I usually take the Monday off and stay off
1: well, I've got a main event caliber match on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, I'm really excited. It is the main event. It's the
0: first time I've ever seen them live. It's pretty.
1: Is it? Yeah. Well, it is a it is a main
2: event match, and uh, well, I'm probably going to start for the Rumble. Ooh, I wish I could start for the Rumble. Uh, I, I I really thought it was Sunday um so i was yep. like i'll buzz and i'll get back from my i'm going to amsterdam this weekend so I was like, i'll was i get back on sunday perfect get back watch watch the rumble i'll have monday off sweet perfect and then i forgot it's on a flipping saturday so i'm gonna have to just switch my phone off until i'm back from from amsterdam <laughs> obviously switch it on when i have to scan my ticket to get back into the country but
0: <laughs> oh so yeah so the show tonight is our favorite Non-Rumble matches at a Royal Rumble event. It's a tongue twister. So, uh, yeah, we did promise you Stephen last week, but he's fortunately he's full of cold But he has sent over his favourite match, which we will discuss later, which should be fun. So, I've been nominated to say my match first, so I'm going to go with probably the epitome of a gem on a shit card. It's uh, Brock Lesnar versus John Cena versus Seth Rollins from 2015. I think this match has everything. So, I think, yeah. So it starts off as pretty much a Brock, Lesnar in the mid-2010s match. Just suplexes and attempts at Dex 5 and suplexes and James suplexes and James suplexes <laughs> and James suplexes. And, James suplexes. <laughs> and yeah, Paul Heyman looking evil on the outside. And then there's Seth Rollins and Cena. They're intentionally or just unintentionally decides it's double team, Lesnar. And then he, Lesnar gets, kind of gets back into it, goes a bit monster mode, and then they double-team him again. And eventually, they throw him into the steps. He, get, he gets put through the special at Mount's table. Rollins, double, um, big elbow drop off, off the ring onto him. Yeah, and he yeah he seeks hill attention. And then Rollins and Cena have this tremendous one-on-one battle for a while. And then yeah, um, Brock Lesnar's looks like he's going to get taken away on the stretcher, and then he comes back in the ring. Batters them, pins Rollins, and it's a great triple threat. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, I love this match. Yeah, so it's it's one of the very I, think I found trying to pick a match like this. I don't tend to go back and watch the full Royal Rumble events. I tend to, because yeah, we just tend to watch the rumbles. But yeah, this is a match we go back and watch quite regularly. It was very because I, I thought we we reviewed this. I was, I, I, was, I was surprised it was 2015 when I looked back at it. I was like, but we must M- maybe we about... mentioned
2: it a lot on the show before.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, did we talk about it on the football podcast? Maybe off air or something? But, so, yes, uh, I remember yeah. us having a, quite a good discussion about it. But yeah, yeah but, There's every chance we did that, to be fair. Yeah, we were basically
2: wrestling fans through the football podcast.
0: How did you
1: get <laughs> started wrestling when that match happened? Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think where I, I think yeah, I was my old job at the time and um yeah I, I think this match thank god was the saving grace for that diabolical one uh, well, well, probably the worst well, in well, living memory I guess in terms of um I, in my opinion and I mean this this match did save the whole the whole show sort of thing.
1: The
2: well, of
1: don't there, be it's so I Rock
2: was on the show let's be fair and <laughs> fair. he got Food out of the building <laughs> which i mean and i felt sorry for him i mean it was just like i think even he realized that that it was if you if the rock base i think yeah the, if the rock can't say the show then i think that's the that's the, the, the proof in the pudding really isn't it that you've put on a really awful show for the for the for the for the spectators for for everyone and the, the booze were heard Let's not phase, let's not, the, the boos were heard, it wasn't, um, and it, and it was, I think that was sort of the, the well, the teleport, not, not to go too far away from the actual match. The match itself, as I say, was excellent. And I think as well, one thing that always stands out to me is this match was the match that it was almost, uh, like a passageway. I think Seth proved that he, this was the match that he is indeed a main event player. He can be, yeah. he can be a main event player for years and years and years to come. Um, it was an obvious, I know there'll be sort of people playing devils advocate for that by saying, "Oh, well, if you put if you could put any wrestler in a match with Brock Lesnar and Cena, and they could probably come out looking like a main event player." I, I kind of disagree because I think Seth was the star of the show in in, in my opinion. In this,
0: yeah, because he was coming off being like the next big thing because he was part of the Authority at the time, and mm. the Authority broke. or got replaced. What was it? I don't know what it was. They had to disband for a week after <laughs> a story yeah. oh god yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. and he had JJ Security who were hilarious trying to interfere this match and just get battered It was just like yes so fun. such a <laughs> good match
1: yeah it always stands out to me when Seth hits that um, Phoenix Splash he's only ever hit it like twice in WWE mm-hmm. off the top of my head it feels like he's only ever hit it twice so it was always a big deal like when he, he actually hit it yeah, definitely. The big thing that always stands out to in that match.
0: Yeah, I yeah. love this match. Yeah. Okay, so this seems to be the match that ended, like, the booing of John Cena as well. I think that the respect yeah. for John Cena kind of. Because I remember the Philly crowd booed the hell out of him. There was
2: still the John Cena sucks during the theme tune, but.
1: John Cena sucks.
2: <laughs> like that. I think it was the sort of. Uh, from 2014, I think this was—I think well, this was obviously 2015. I think this sort of throughout 2014, we sort of saw the the fans sort of turning away from the booze of Cena. I think mm-hmm. you had the him getting squashed by Brock at the Summer Slam. Yeah, that Survivor Series—they didn't make it about Cena. It was all about Dolph Ziggler <laughs> and Seth, sort of sort of stealing the show. See so what I did there um, <laughs> towards the end of that match. Uh, and then obviously, yeah, but this again, Seth was the, was the star attraction. So, I think, yeah, you're right. This was where I think we started seeing the, um, the sort of the booze away from seeing the fact that he was obviously going up against other wrestlers. Um, and, uh, I think, yeah, his appearances sort of, I suppose, from our post, I think 2015 was also, well, after this, it was the years where his sort of appearances started to, um, to uh, die down. I know, but then we had the um, unreal, the amazing US title run. Which was which was great with the um, open challenge every well, every week on Raw. So um, yeah, I think you're right. This was sort of the start of the um, yeah of the fans respecting and generally enjoying seeing Cena on uh, when, when he was about. I know there was obviously a lot of fans and rightfully so loved him regardless of all the boos and whatnot. So, but uh, yeah, I think the, the majority of your sort of, sort of had to put it the hardcore base of fans this was when they sort of yeah, came round to. Sort of, yeah, giving him the cheers and whatnot. Who wants to go next? At one final thing, also, I'd, yeah, oh. who also thought Lesnar was legitimately hurt when he got stretched out because <laughs> it was this is just not it, naturally you'd think. Oh, Brock doesn't do stretches, so you're like, oh Christ, maybe he actually is a bit buggered here. And then yeah, <laughs> the Beast just emerging was was just class, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love this match. Yeah, who wants to go next?
0: I'll go next.
1: Yeah, yeah I'll go next. With the the ultimate Royal Rumble Royal Rumble match. Just Jack? Does Triple H? The match that put Triple H in that, that bracket of absolute goat tier wrestlers.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: The, 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 absolutely one of the matches that absolutely cemented him as a top, top star. I was just watching it before we came on, and the the absolute the reaction from the crowd, from everything, the story they tell between the two of them is is absolutely fantastic. And the, even even down to the commentary with um, King and Jim Ross, is just it's just everything's on point. Nothing, nothing misses a beat. They, they tell the story so well of the Cactus Jack is this street fighter who uh, to hurt Triple H, and Triple H, they say, well he's not, a, he's not from the streets. He's not a fighter from the streets. He's and then Jim Roscoe goes, he's probably one of the most technical champions that we've ever had, but he's not Cactus Jack, and the, the contrast and of the two is he just so well.
0: Yeah, I, lo- I love even the down
1: to the Rock coming out and,
0: yeah, lo- and Triple H. I love the build up to this match where the, the rock was staged like a backs locker room walk out of the man that Foley got rehired. And then and he came out with, and then Foley came out a couple of weeks later, dressed as Cactus Jack, all bloodied, and he said, Oh, I can't wrestle, but I found a suitable replacement, and Cactus Jack. He went,
1: Yes. He, pull, he pulled off his, uh, that ripping off his shirt. Yeah. Cactus yeah. Jack! He's back!
2: Look there. This was oh, it man. was so good. Really, really, I adored this match. Just, yeah. Whenever you come around to Royal Rumble season, yeah, it's always one match you just want to go, but you're just dying to go back on watch, really, aren't you? And uh, yeah, what a feud as well between the two?
1: Yeah. Even, okay. Uh, if people people seem to forget as well that Triple H legitimately co- couldn't walk on one leg because mm-hmm. when he did the uh, the bump on the the wooden pallet, part of it stuck into his leg, and then you can see him pull it out.
2: These
1: starts. Yeah. It was
2: everywhere. I mean, early Royal Rumbles oh, were just. Like. <coughs> <coughs> Royal Rumble 2000 was just such a good show, man. I mean, this, the obviously the, the Hardies, the Duddies, the actual Rumble itself was good. But yeah, the Cactus Jack versus Triple H will just be that. Um, and it, I'm alright, I said it was at the Garden as well, wasn't it? Yeah. It just literally had pretty much everything going for it. But yeah, Cactus Jack, Triple H, I mean. I know it's it gets it does get mentioned a lot in. Uh, we will never see a feud like that again, you, or matches like that again. You really won't. It was just, yeah. yeah, these two together in the ring was just like special. And again, the rematch there as well at No Way Out was incredible as well.
1: Yeah. well they just they just had that chemistry, and it just like it just put Triple H on a, on another level.
2: 100% and also as well I will say probably about this feud in particular a bit like we just mentioned with Seth that this was definitely Triple H's I'd say major feud that got him and like, like this guy will be carrying the company for, for years and years to come sort of thing he will be a main event player for the foreseeable um, if they were I know they obviously he was always sort of in that um, main event scene before that but I think mean, this just really really cemented it didn't it this, this, this feud
1: I think, I think the only uh, I think the only the only problem I have with the whole thing was just the way they ended at WrestleMania 2000 when it should have been The Rock versus Triple H in, in a one-on-one match and they should have had the one-on-one match at WrestleMania but
0: that in every corner <laughs>
1: and, and The Rock
0: The Rock should have won
2: yeah, I, 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 I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I didn't really um remember a lot going into the WrestleMania 2000 in terms of storyline to them. But yeah, um, when you sort of hear reviews, classic reviews of the shows, it was yeah. I mean, they uh, WrestleMania 2000 doesn't get an awful lot of praise in terms of yeah, in the main event in particular. Uh, gets a lot, gets slated a lot. Twelve-hour show. Yeah. I think wasn't it like the one show where there was the, or the first just well, the only WrestleMania in fact where there wasn't a single one-on-one one match.
0: Yep,
2: <laughs> I think so. Yep. Uh, Nick, your go. Uh, yep. So my one for yeah, well similar time, but um, the year after Royal Rumble 2001, <laughs> my favourite ever. One on one ladder match of all time, Uh Chris Jericho versus. Yeah, I,
0: I think that's my favourite Rumble 2000
2: award. I, still love it. I, I think it, yeah, for me as well, it, it it is. I I said I did say maybe I was a bit in caught up in the heat of the moment, but I said all oh, Royal Rumble 2020 was pushing that way, but no, I think it's yeah, it's 2020, it, but... 2020 was a great Rumble match. Um, but yeah, I just think for an all round. Perfect sort of card and all round and like enjoyable show that I can never get bored of watching. It is, and right? if I was to probably look at WWE Network and you see your stats of what you've watched, around, this Royal Rumble 2001 would definitely be top for, for me. Um, just because I just, yeah. And also, it also was probably the first pay per view I can fully remember growing up, um, when I was a kid. So, there's just so, from there, it's got everything for me in terms of sentimental value and also just, yeah, how great the show actually was. But, but yeah, it was, yeah, Chris Jericho, Chris Benmore for the, for the IC title in a ladder match. Um, I mean, yeah, it, we, obviously, as I say, it's very ever a ladder match from one on one. Two incredible competitors. Obviously, yeah, Chris ben at the time with the Radicals. Um, Jericho is the baby face. Um, and you say it was two men who just, yeah, just put on an absolute, um, an absolute clinic of, an, uh, of a ladder match. Um, really, again, the, again, one thing we do, we've all, always been critical about is the prestige of the Intercontinental Championship. When you've got two men trying to destroy each other to get the Intercontinental Championship, already you're selling it as a as a major belt to to own. Um, throughout, obviously, I know there'll be there's, with this match. There's always the a bit of the sour taste when you're watching it, when you see the chair shots that happen, I mean, the one with ben Moore, uh obviously dives out the ring, gets greeted with Jericho, absolutely it around the head with the chair, yeah. um, obviously, there is some of those moments where you're like, oh God, watching it, but, in terms of, yes, yeah, some of the spots you've got, some of the, throughout this match, was just, as I say, incredible, Um. Then you got, all, yeah, as I say, the ending to it with Jericho, um, when Jericho sort of, again, it's what you want really in a ladder match when you've got sort of, come, like JR again, classic of this sort of screaming about was it, the one more step, one more step, <laughs> just what you want yeah. when someone's, we, yeah. we don't get it enough these days with ladder matches, like be it money in the bank or even just in a general ladder match. So yeah, really refreshing that. And, um, as I say, um, yeah I think just overall just a yeah as I say dream sort of ladder match for me um
0: a conversation about the greatest IC title matches as well
2: I think I, I would say it probably is to be fair I mean I know there was a lot of great IC title matches back in the 90s so a little bit before um, my time but certainly in my era of watching wrestling I can't think of a better Intercontinental Championship match and as I say it's you, you have got two wrestlers like that but um going for the belt it's quite because they were back in 2001 this was the sort of you could even argue you know some people I and mean, this I't know the attitude era was always great but they would say 2001 was brilliant at the time when you have got i think what was it when we had that when we had the guy on before christmas uh um, he said this favorite time of watching wrestling was around sort of the radicals era yeah. of wrestling so late 2000s 2000, early 2001 so um yeah i as i say if anyone hasn't watched this that is listening please please go back and watch it and watch I watch the whole show royal rumble 2001 was just the best mm-hmm. but um yeah i absolutely as i say love this match One and say so it definitely is my favorite non royal rumble match of all time that was that was at a royal rumble
0: yeah so i think this is kind of it's an innovation in ladder matches because it kind of took what the tag team wrestlers were doing the dudleys and the Justin Christie and the hardies the, the high spots and brought it into the singles match because before that we had like, what was it, Michael, uh, Michael Owen, Shawn Michaels, <laughs> Razor Ramon, their ladder matches. They had yeah, just, they had like one ladder and they couldn't really hit, use it as a weapon because of those rules at the time. So I was going to say they weren't allowed to, really. They weren't allowed to, so. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, when you, so this, when you
1: take a ladder onto a football pitch like Michael Owen did, it, Yeah, I don't know why I said Michael level.
0: Owen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, but,
1: yeah. God,
0: it's yeah. so the, the, this match kind of started off like the modern way, the, the modern way we do ladder matches these days for singles wrestlers. There's the high spots and the great storytelling and yeah. But, yeah, it's a really great match. So, yeah, so it's hard to go back and watch it of all the headshots that Ben Wall takes as well when he does the headbutt off the top of the ladder. He's like, oh, yeah. screwing up your brain and <laughs> stuff.
2: But, yeah,
0: but yeah, he took some massive bumps and oh, it's hard going back and watching that. But, yeah.
2: Great. It's great match. The walls of Jericho, as well, kind of the walls of Jericho, I guess. On the top of the ladder, of ladder one yeah. of the biggest images you're ever going to get from a match of Benoit screaming in the pain um, was just, yeah, was just great. Uh, it's yeah, I think it was just shy of twenty minutes, so probably a perfect timing as well for for a one-on-one ladder match. Um, uh, so, as I say, I really just you can't fault this in the slightest. It, yeah, if he does for me, it just make me upset that. That yeah, sort of for years and years the IC title was was a bit of a shambles really, in how it was how it's booked. Hopefully now, with as I say, with Gunther as the champion, we can sort of get some great moments back with the belt. So, what
0: a great match him and, and Braun had the other week. That's like the best thing oh. Braun's done in years. Indeed, I
2: couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah, Which they need Braun against big meaty man, good things happen. Yeah, any thoughts on the match? Any more thoughts?
1: Do you know what? It's one of them that I've um, watched. Obviously, the the iconic spot of Chris Benoit in the balls on top of the ladder. It, it's so iconic that it made it into nearly every game afterwards that had Jericho in because mm-hmm. his ladder finisher. It's it's one of those iconic spots that he um, obviously just became iconic and became his own. And the two of them always worked well together, even from the time in Japan. So it, it's not a shock to me how good the match is. Yeah. They were always good together.
0: They were yeah. indeed mm-hmm. Definitely Yeah It kind of Yeah Put Jericho Into that Starting to go with Up into the the Main event Because by the end Of the year He was Undisputed Champion so, it's like, so I'm sure This match was
1: beat The Rock and Austin in the same, the same night
0: <laughs> I'm sure this match Went a long way course, In
2: Vince's minds Going yes he, He's ready So It was uh, 2001 Jericho was one of the best In um, the whole year Wasn't he
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Stephen has sent his favourite cross, so he's gone for John Cena vs Umaga from 2000. I remember really enjoying this match. The last man standing match was quite in- innovative.
1: Umaga's spot where he runs across the announced desk. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love the ending where they, they, have, to, they have to use the rope. to break the rope off and he has to use that And the STF. And they can pass out. Say
1: it properly, them. Chris. What was it called <laughs> at the time?
2: STFU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll be honest, this was sort of I didn't watch the show live, it was during my hiatus, I suppose, period of, of wrestling. Um but I have been back to watch it since and yeah, it was a it was a great match. Only thing I will say, I mean, this is again i again I wasn't really I was only really sort of watching wrestling from afar, I guess. Mm-hmm. Would you say this match was the um beginning of the end of the Umaga push? No,
1: no yeah, yeah. it was. So against Relay it kind of, kind of ruined Revolution, the aura New off. Year's, New Year's Revolution, where Cena was the first person to beat him.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, the... before, yeah. Didn't he, like, roll yeah. him up or something?
1: Yeah, beat him with a roll up.
2: Yeah, good shout, good shout. Yeah, I, I, I just, I think with um, with this, it, it was a very good last man standing match. Instantly, I'm already thinking as well, though, I mean, uh, with... Other last man, ma- the last man standing matches we've seen it. Uh, the one that was a few years before Triple H, Shawn Michaels, at Royal Rumble 2004, I believe it was. That was pretty brutal. Yeah, there's been quite a few last man standing matches. Has actually, hasn't it? Has. It? Actually,
0: it? Well, <laughs> Kevin, Ow- Kevin Owens and Reigns have had two at the Rumble, I think. Kevin no. Owens had
2: one with, um, was it with uh, Dean Ambrose as well? Which was actually yeah, a for a the Championship.
0: Honor- yeah,
2: yeah. That was class. That was actually an honorary mention of mine as well. Um, at 2016, I think that was. Um, there was the one where I think it was the Royal Rumble where Del Rio tied Big Show to the rope. <laughs> yeah, I think I was watching. I think I was I was watching on the forum. Um, well, on the forum whilst watching it live, and everyone was just saying, "Oh, can we just leave Big Show there all night and see what happens?"
1: <laughs> Which was the one where um got pushed off the top turnbuckle by Roman Reigns and he went through the chairs. Which one was that? Was it the tape? Was it might have been 2017 where he, he pushed him off the top and he went through the chairs that he set up earlier in the night. Yeah. That might have been
2: 2017, yeah.
0: Yes, they, they, they had another one in 20... What? 2021
2: was the, yeah, Thunderdome, the Thunderdome era. Yeah. was um,
1: it? Reigns and... Kevin oh, right. Owens had another last last man standing match. One stand of oh, no, this one. Sorry? It's just, I
0: hope Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns have another
1: last one standing match at the first yes. uh, one, That's going to be looking forward to yeah. Um, Do you know what? It's not really something that's grabbed my attention because I just know that Kevin Owens is going to
0: lose.
2: I think it'll be a great match, though. I'm looking forward to the match, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm more intrigued to see what um, Sami Zayn's going to do and how his involvement's going to be. So, yeah, I'm excited. about that. that. I the
1: only person in the world at the moment who's more (laughs) interested in where The Rock is. (laughs) I've been reading articles where it's been saying Oh WWE knew The Rock could make uh, WrestleMania for for months, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this better just be someone playing us," because
2: mm. yeah, I'm sure we'll get into that. Uh, I'm sure
0: we'll get into that part.
1: Mm-hmm. We're fucking well. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yes, you can check out our Royal Rumble preview tomorrow. But should we leave this show here
2: and we'll move on to do our uh, to record the preview show? Yeah, definitely. Um, just trying to think of any other honourable sort sh- of shouts for. Uh, the Rumble. I, th- I, th- I think yeah, I mentioned it briefly when L- we were talking about Lance's match, stretch Shatter H. But yeah, the Hardys versus the oh, Dudleys. Yeah. At that show so was, I thought was, you was... my match with Catcher Shatter. Then
1: I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't that
2: one. what's that? What's that? Is that the confusing one where you got you had to put
0: both partners through a table, but they don't really get eliminated, so just kind of think, think so.
2: Yeah, I, like... I think. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. love the yeah. Jeff Hardy swan time but as oh, as, yeah. as everyone does, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Hardy swan time but Oh, and um. Uh, Angle Chris Benwell As well From Royal Rumble 2003 for the title Was an absolute Clinic as well Great Great wrestling of The versus Triple H Um Not so much
0: <laughs>
2: I didn't I, However I will say Best ever um, Pro Well I love The promo To that match With the video Great song By Trust Company And um uh, Falling Apart Really great song
1: Yeah Definitely I them and The build
2: where they Did the flex Or um, they managed to, to be fair, whoever did WWE the promo packages at that point did brilliantly to actually sell a match given the build they had. So <laughs> putting it into a video package, I think mean, you get a good video montage of anything the guy did put this one together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so we'll leave that there. So if you're on our show, please check us out on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling, and yeah, same on Facebook. And check out our rumble preview tomorrow. Good night. Good night.
1: Sure.